And welcome back to the Udamia Hello podcast. It's a show about two dads and their opinions on film, TV, and wrestling. You didn't ask for it, but here we are anyways. Uh, joining Andy and I today, we do have a, a special guest to help us get through our next topic. Um, and his name is Ryan. Ryan, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, guys. Awesome. Super talkative. What did you... Uh, <laughs> what got you here today? What do you do in life? Who are you? How do you know us? Well, I know you guys uh, from uh, high school. Uh, we uh, all went to high school at Cranston High School East. Uh, we were also all part of a back ra- uh, backyard wrestling um, UWA and its uh, its premiere show UWA Chaos. Um, lots of hard hitting action there, and uh, lots of illegal use of a Benny's parking lot. <laughs> and uh but since then you know we've all kept in touch uh i've since moved from the rhode island area um, i'm currently living in bayonne new jersey with my wife jamie and uh we are looking to come back to the new england area and uh, but for right now we're just hanging in there uh with everything that's going on and just trying to enjoy as much of everything as we can Nice. Right, I think I think you gave more of a biography than we did about ourselves. We host the damn show. That's true, Andy. Who are you? Just in case a, a listener is joining you us, you don't today. need to know who I am. Just enjoy the relaxing sounds of my voice and my opinions. And if you don't want to, don't listen. That's a uh, that's a great that's endorsement for the show. That's officially that's... my favorite ASMR. <laughs> just, uh, <laughs> it's just like I want to be lulled to sleep by Andy's opinions. <laughs> Usually you are. <laughs> I like how you said good afternoon, RJ, as if we dictate when people will listen to this. It's I'm probably going to release it to the world during the afternoon, so just feel like why not? People, it is nine at night, people, so people will probably be listening to this while sitting on the toilet, so <laughs> But uh, science has proven that people go to the toilet the most during the afternoon. So, oh, check and mate, Andy. Well, I did not know those facts, so I stand corrected. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, today's episode is uh, about top 90s shows. So, we included basically any shows that were a part of our childhood in the 90s. It had to be on live in the 90s. So, it could have started in the 80s or gone all the way to the 2000s, but it had to be live on TV during the 90s, we did also remove talk shows um, and uh, news shows for the most part. Um, so this is straight um, uh, everything else, pretty much. Um, we couldn't include everything. Uh, we did start with 64 when we first um, brought all of this together. So some of the shows uh, you may not hear about now because they're long gone, uh, which include shows like uh, ER is, is now no longer on the list. Uh, the Magic School Bus is no longer on the list. Uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch is no longer on the list. Step by Step, Dawson's Creek. Um, and so if you're if you're listening and you're like, hey, why didn't that show make it? It's because it's already been voted out. You're you're picking up here um, on the top 32 TV shows of the 90s. And so if you have any thoughts, if you don't agree with us or you do agree with us, please hit us up um, at facebook.com/youdadmeathello. Um, and uh, feel free to comment. Uh, let us know that we're completely wrong or crazy for not including this show or that show. This is opinion only. Um, and so uh, if we like terrible shows, it's there's going to be a terrible winner. 
Um, but hopefully Ryan will steer us correctly um, because he probably has a more sophisticated case uh, taste than the two of us. Or not. I probably don't. I'll probably just, you know, if, if this if this ship is going down like the Titanic, <laughs> I'm probably just right there playing the violin. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, hey, let's get started. Top 90s TV shows. We're going to go through a bracket of 32 all the way till we get to the finals. And so let's start off with uh, the first bracket, Home Improvement versus Judge Judy. Who wants to start off? I, I want to start off because I'm in, I'm in a bad mood just because Judge Judy is on this list. It, it should not be on the list whatsoever. It shouldn't have been in the top 64. The fact that it's in the top 32 is beyond comprehensible for me. So I don't even have to explain why I like Home Improvement a hundred times better than Judge Judy. Home Improvement is the winner. Okay. Um, well. Don't Judge... say Judge Judy. I swear, do not say Judge Judy. So uh, obviously I've matured more than you have over the years because when I was a child, I also hated Judge Judy. But over time, once you become an adult, you realize, no, Judge Judy is awesome. And everything she says to stupid little children is correct. And I have grown to love her. Every time I stayed home from school, I watched Judge Judy. Um, as an adult? You just said as an adult, you like Judge Judy. I, I liked her back then, too. I just, you know, it, sometimes no, as a kid, I was like, Judge Judy, kid. don't treat people like that. And now I'm all like, Judge Judy, hit him in the face. So... Um, I, I'm going to vote Judge Judy on this one over Home Improvement, only because I can't tell you really one big storyline from Home Improvement. I mean, I watched it all the time, but th did they ever get serious? Was there really anything other than a dumb 23-minute, you know, comedy fest? Was there any story they actually, arcs? They actually did get serious uh, at points. I mean, every just about every sitcom in the 90s probably had that very special episode. Um <laughs> But I can tell you right off the bat that the first one that comes to mind when it comes to home improvement is, I believe, I mean, it wasn't like an arc. And I don't think a lot of these shows or a lot of these sitcoms did an arc. If it was like they did something very serious, it was usually contained within those 30 minutes. But the first thing that comes to mind with home improvement is they had an episode where, I'm trying to think who the middle child was, it was Jonathan Taylor Thomas that played him. But they had an episode where he had like a cancer scare and they, he, he had gone to the doctors and they were not sure. And like the, the remainder of the episode was basically them playing the waiting game and watching this kid just like deal with the idea that he might have cancer. Yeah. That was probably one of their more serious episodes. That's true. And his name was Randy. Uh, Randy and it was called the longest day. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that one. So what's your vote, Ryan? It's always interesting. It, it seems to fall under this like show type where it's this generally popular comedian somehow just gets their own show. And like that was the thing because like Tim Allen was a standup. I mean, I think there's some other shows on this bracket that fall into that category. I know there's some shows not on this bracket that fall into the category, like the Drew Carey show. Mm -hmm. um, same thing. Like it's it's some sort of show that is loosely based on their stand-up. Mm -hmm. And I think it's something to be said though that Home Improvement, which I would have I think I would consider a successful nineties show. I mean it had a pretty good run. 
I would think that it probably had pretty good ratings. So that probably also speaks to there is something sort of universal about Tim Allen's stand-up, at least back then, or at least there was something that was relatable about it. I, the, the one thing I will say Tim Allen really probably has going against him is I think he is stuck in that era. If you ever watch him today in like a, a Jimmy Fallon sort of situation, he, he's he's almost going for like the same humor and like you hear like you can hear a pin drop sometimes with the studio audience. But for for the 90s, for that time, something really resonated with his stand up and it, it resonated across a, a wider field of people than it probably would today. The thing with Judge Judy, though, is that Judge Judy just has the the, the train wreck factor, which is. You're watching these things that are supposedly real. Uh, they're supposedly not actors because there's plenty of court procedurals in that same format that are absolutely scripted. And they are 100% not legitimate whatsoever. Um, supposedly, these are unscripted because the whole the whole point of the format of the show is supposed to be that it's it's not a court per se. They have decided to give up their civil suits and they are going to her as a, a mitigator mm -hmm. so i mean there is supposed to be something legitimate about it but i mean the the thing she has going for it is the the sort of train wreck factor where it's like there'll be something really outrageous or really ridiculous that will just it will grab your attention so between the two i think i'm gonna have to give it to home improvement because all right, all right. Um, I, 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 thought think... I, was, I thought I was going to throw everything. Thank goodness. Yeah. Well, home improvement moves to the second round. Uh, we are now moving on to a odd pairing of Hey Dude from Nickelodeon and Everybody Loves Raymond. All right. So I, I never watched Hey Dude. Um, it was always something that like my friends talked about, like a summer camp or something like that. It was just never my my thing. Um, so I said, let me Google, Hey dude, and see what this is all about. And then my wife was like, oh, I remember this show. Um, and I saw some recognizable faces and I, I watched a, a minute clip and, um, that's all I ever wanted to see. Um, cause that one minute I wanted to run away. It seemed really poorly acted and, um, trying to be funny and it wasn't. Um, whereas Everybody Loves Raymond is, is one of my favorite shows. Um, it's just got this, you know, the, the brother dynamic with the annoying mother, uh, like, you know, coming over to the house all the time. It's just I, now being a father, um, I can kind of relate to Raymond even more. Like when he's downstairs, like in his boxers, like, uh, vacuuming the the carpet like i was like yeah that's that's life right there like that's how I, you know and he's in the basement working I'm like yep yep i uh i'm an outcast like that too <laughs> so he's just a normal guy and it, he just makes life funny that is not fair to watch hey dude when you were 36 years old and expect it to be good it, it is not good 36 years later uh but at the Don't time uh at the time 
Uh, it was great. It was a great show. I mean, Christine Taylor was in that show. Went on to yeah, marry Ben that was Stiller. The clip I Thank watched. you, hey dude. And it was great. It was. It has five seasons um, of TV. It was. It was great. The the theme song was amazing. Um, everything about it. However, um, I do like. Cool. I do like Everybody Loves Raymond. But for me, it's like you said. I only watch that if it's on in my parents' house and I happen to be sitting there. And I'll laugh. It's it's okay. But you would never see me trying to stream Everybody Loves Raymond these days. Uh, hey, dude. Yeah, I'll check that out again. So my vote's for for Hey Dude on this one. My thoughts on Hey Dude is that I think there is a lot to like about that show, but everything that I think I like about that show has to do with the nostalgic factor. It, it's not because I I know I, I it's I don't remember when we actually had Nickelodeon in our house. I, I'm pretty sure it must have been I must have been in grade school at the time, but I I feel like. I don't know where Hey Dude was, because what year did it actually start? Do you, do it was you 89 to 91. Okay. By the time we likely had cable set up in our house, um, it might have already been done, I think. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Hey Dude was already done. Uh, I do remember seeing bits of it if I was visiting family's house and you know they had nickelodeon on the stuff that i appreciate about hey dude was like you know that was their first crack at the live action show like a live action sort of sitcom show on nickelodeon because they did a whole bunch of other stuff after but it all started with them same thing like yeah i remember the theme song and like i remember like certain elements about it but it's only because it gives me that nostalgic feeling i don't really have any sort of recall of actually enjoying the show during its run so tell Whereas, us why you're gonna vote for everybody loves raymond <laughs> because it's a better show <laughs> all right everybody because loves it is, raymond. but and then because i andy sort of covered that it's a very it is very relatable in its own way and uh i mean like the fun irony of that show is that when you really watch it it's like no nobody loves raymond his mom <laughs> but like there's like the thing is like he is a very like Everybody loves him, but he is, like, probably one of the more problematic people in that family, like, causing most of the trouble. All right. Okay, so uh, everybody loves Raymond. Moving on to round two. The next one is sort of a sketch show um, uh, battle. Whose line is it anyway versus In Living Color? This is a tough one. This was really tough. Uh, In Living Color was really the – I feel like it was like an anti-SNL they they were more edgy you know they had that hip-hop vibe to it you know they always had you know the the hip-hop artists on there performing at the Mm -hmm. end you know the dancing the dj the comedians on there again were a lot more more edgy and they talked about you know things that were happening at the time you know um you know like jim carrey doing the vanilla ice um you know ice ice baby um you know rap and uh, just Jamie Foxx, fantastic on it. The Wayans Brothers, who just, they all, it feels like everybody that was on that show just about went on to do something great um, as far as movies or, or comedy. Um, and Whose Line Is It Anyway, you don't really get that. Um, you know, I think besides like Wayne Brady, you know, Drew Carey, um, everybody else kind of stuck to that. But there's a longevity to whose line is it anyway um it's a very 
I always want, you know, I always throw this word out, you know, relatable. I think anybody can watch whose line is it anyway and laugh. Uh, whether you like something that's more PG or you like something a little bit more edgy, they kind of play to both. Um, and I've actually heard that they do a lot more dirty jokes and they just cut it out. Uh, but for the live fans that are there, they get more edgy kind of stuff. But I love In Living Color, but uh, I think I'm going to go with Whose Line Is It Anyway uh, just for that longevity. And it's one of those shows you just turn on at any time and laugh. Ryan, I feel like you'd have a lot to say about this considering your background. This is very, very tough. Very, very tough. Um, kind of bouncing off of what Andy was saying about Whose Line um, and my experience with workshopping and practicing that sort of short form improvisation um the general idea with you know to the edge factor with that is almost unfair not entirely because half of that is what the network is going to allow to air but the other half of that from like a live perspective is you're only going to be as blue as the audience wants you to be in that sort of situation um Anytime, like, I've worked with, like, a short-form group, it's been, like, don't go dirtier than the audience is asking for. Let them bring you to that level because they're telling you that's what they want to see. If you just sort of bring it upon yourself to do it, it usually falls flat. Uh, to that end, though, I will say there is some really great stuff online um, from old Who's Line clips of stuff that did not air. Uh Particular, there's particularly one where there's a clip where Drew Carey had a real problem with the producers on an episode. And he's like, he is visually being like argumentative with them, not like too harshly, uh, but he asked the audience they were going to do, I think the game was to do a, uh, a sitcom theme song. And the audience said they wanted to see a sitcom with bill cosby and adolf hitler and the producer came right out went up to drew carey and said you can't do it you can't do it and the rest of the night and i think most of this footage probably didn't make it to air drew carey just basically took a jab at like you know oh you can do this but hey don't mention hitler like that you know and like <laughs> it, it he, like they were really sort of taking these jabs at the fact that they couldn't do that kind of stuff in Living Color, also, like, I completely agree with everything that Andy is saying. Um, this was also on during a time, I think this was probably one of the, I don't know if it was one of the launch shows for Fox as a network, but I mean, it was airing around the same time that a lot of the other launch shows happened, and they were trying to have a very specific identity separate from NBC, ABC, CBS, where they were supposed to be that sort of edgy network. And the 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 stuff that's it's almost a shame within Living Color is that I think some of the real smart stuff is the stuff that doesn't get remembered. Everyone seems to remember a lot of the real outrageous like characters, like particularly Jim Carrey's characters. Like if you say if you tell someone like what do you ask them what do you remember about in living color they'll probably talk about like fire marshal bill mm -hmm. and fire marshal bill was probably one of the least 
funny characters yeah, on that I didn't, show. I didn't like Fire Marshal. He that. like he was fine. Like it was it was it was fine for what it was. But like there was so much about head detectives. Yeah, well, like or but even like stuff like that. But I mean, like they they did really walk that line, and they were really trying to make a statement. See, I think it was a first season episode. They sort of addressed at like the opening monologue. It was Keenan Ivory Wayans and I think Damon Wayans because I think they were they usually opened the show, and like right away they asked like, you know, people come up to us all the time and they say like, why do you only seem to make fun of white people? And like it seems like that's always your target. And like, well, to be honest with you, it's actually a random thing. Like we're we're trying to be diplomatic about it, and we actually have a random way of doing this, and we'll show you. And they and it was like. They brought out this sort of like Wheel of Fortune style wheel, and they said like whatever this wheel lands on is who we're gonna offend in that episode. And like every single segment of it said white people, <laughs> and then they had one pie that was split up into all of the other groups, and that's all spin. It obviously and lands on one. So it's like oh, guess we're doing that one again. Like so, like they had they were really great about sort of pushing that and a lot of really talented people came out of that show the one thing i will say that is probably really working against it is um a lot of stuff does not age well with that show but a a good friend of mine once told me the thing about comedy is that it's in like a social sort of setting it's usually the first thing to make the the progressive statement it's usually the first thing to get ahead, you know, ahead of the line with progress, but it also tends to be one of the last things to leave when things start changing around it. I really don't know what to pick with this one. Um, I'd like to actually hear RJ's argument first before I would cast uh, a vote. Copping out. Well, well, for me, so I, I don't want to waste too much time here, but uh, you guys have said a lot. In Living Color, the reason I like it is because it's 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 had so many people that I still like today um, that have come out from it. I mean, all the Wayans brothers, um, Kim Wayans, Tommy Davidson, David Allen Greer, uh, you know, Sean, Sean Wayans, Jamie Foxx was on it for a little while. Um, you know, so all those, and then not to mention the Fly Girls with, with Jennifer Lopez and Rosie Perez, um, you know, just a bunch of different, different people. Like you said, though, I don't know, for me in Living Color, when it was good, it was good. And when it didn't hit, it really didn't hit. Like there was a bunch of skits that I was just like, ah, it's okay. Um, uh, so my vote's going to be for Whose Line Is It Anyway, only because it's a show that I can pick up right now and laugh at it and they can still do it right now. And it's, it's just it's just still funny. Plus those four, I mean, so many of the people, Greg Proops, uh, I think was his name, right? Uh, hilarious dude. Um, you know, and the main cast there, Drew Carey was good. They did a revival for a little while with, um, well, even that was good too. Aisha Tyler, um, was her name, um, did a great job. So it's a show that honestly you could throw any four people in there as long and, 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 and keep up the kind of same, um, you know, same kind of format, and it's still going to be pretty funny as long as they're good at comedy. <laughs> uh, Ryan Stiles, Colin Mockery, obviously the two, the two major ones. But... And also, it started in the UK too, so I mean, it has it has a much longer history than we're really giving it credit. It did not start with Drew Carey; it started with um, uh, Clive Anderson as the host. So uh, a couple things. Number one, Ryan, your vote no longer needed. Uh, whose line moves on? But if you're gonna choose, throw it out there. Whose line are, are in living color? 
in living color in the sense that it doesn't matter no not in the sense that it doesn't matter because i think in the sense that there there should be more comedy like that today and okay. i think there probably is but i uh not enough of it is really hitting the mainstream okay so moving on uh we, we're gonna try to uh uh bullet through these next couple ones here so we can get through the first round in a good amount of time uh so uh tell me your thoughts rugrats versus mr rogers neighborhood my vote already rugrats always will always will uh, uh, mr rogers great dude um but half the show I, I tuned out once he left the house and went into the make-believe land i was like i'm out um so rugrats for me tommy pickles uh, for life i'm i'm gonna agree with you um you know mr rogers obviously a, a different kind of impact and over more generations but there's only so long you watch it you know um mm-hmm. You might watch it for a year and go, oh, that was cool. That made me somewhat of a better person. Um, but Rugrats is just, I mean, yeah, so many memorable moments and characters. So I'm going with Rugrats as well. Ryan? Again, vote doesn't matter at this point. But um, <laughs> What are you uh, throwing out there? Well, I, I personally, I mean, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood is definitely resonating a lot today with people. And, mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's also the main thing that's resonating is uh, – where's the next Mr. Rogers sort of thing. And personally, I don't think there's going to be another one. Um, in this particular case, though, I I don't have any problem giving it to Rugrats because we're talking about 90s TV. And I think Rugrats out of the two would definitely personify 90s TV better. Mm. Okay, awesome. So we have uh, Rugrats moving on to the second round. Next up is Golden Girls versus Friends. This one seems to hurt you, Andy. It doesn't hurt me, but it's definitely a tough one. Um, Golden Girls is hilarious. Uh, just the the bond that all four of them had. Um, it's weird because you're like, you know, a kid in the 90s. You're like, how am I going to relate to a bunch of, you know, 60, 70-year-old women? How's this going to be funny? They made it funny. Um, you know, their little innuendos that they had, you know, there was a lot of digs, but on the same token, friends, I mean, you know, my wife, I've watched that series probably 15 times over, um, and can probably say every quote that there is, um, it's, it's iconic. You had six characters that all in their individual ways, you know, stood out. And, you know, there's still people who are like, oh, I'm a Chandler, I'm a Ross, uh, you know, I'm a Joey, you know, whatever. Um, you know, there's little pop-ups that happen with Friends. Like, you think about the 90s and TV, Friends is always at the top of someone's list. Whether they loved it or they hated it, because there's a lot of people that hate that show. Um, but for me, I, I got to go with Friends. All right, all right. Um... Even though the theme song is horrible. I love that theme song. The Rembrandts? How do you hate that song? Both of these songs. Thank You for Being a Friend by the Golden Girls? I mean, amazing song. That's a great Uh, show. That's great. But if I listened to it every day for the last 15 years, I'd probably hate it. (laughs) That's true. Uh, Ryan, how about you? Let's let's have you do do second here. Uh, I'm going to go with Golden Girls on this one. Okay. Because uh, he's a 90-year-old woman, but no. <laughs> well, I mean, they, they both... My, my Ryan, we're not doing almost, based off of looks. 
my reasoning also <laughs> it almost contradicts my last reasoning with uh, with the last bracket um because in a way i think friends does sort of personify 90s better than golden girls would but at the same time I think that's the case because the thing that personifies 90s for them is not necessarily the humor. I think it's the aesthetic. Um, I think it's the way things look in the show, except I think that I'm going to give it to Golden Girls because I think Friends is good is like a good example of a 90s time capsule. But Golden Girls, which premiered, I think, in the 80s, probably. It did, yeah. Probably late 80s. Uh, and going through the 90s, um, it it still feels sort of, there's still a sort of modern to it, um, which I think, I think that has, I think that's what is just giving it the win for me. All right. Uh, I, I love both. Um, theme song alone, Golden Girls wins, but, um, but Friends for me. I watched all the seasons. I haven't seen every episode of the Golden Girls. I can't. I can say I have seen every Friends episode, um, and uh, it's just classic '90s. Golden Girls has an '80s vibe to it for me. Um, they never got out of the '80s kick. Uh, even the look of the show, uh, the color of the show was 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 very '80s feel as well. Um, uh, but Golden Girls crossed some boundaries and lines in the '80s uh, where they talked a lot about different things, racial. Uh, issues and L- LGBTQ issues and and all of that deal. They they crossed some lines and boundaries that 80 shows didn't do. So that was really cool to see. Um, also sexuality, um, especially for four older women um, to talk about it so freely um, was was a really big deal. But Friends overall, um, it's one of those shows you don't. It does have over arc, you know story arcs over the whole series, um, but you don't have to watch every episode to know what's going on. So. Um, I'm going to go with Friends. So Friends moves on to the second round. Next one is a mashup. Sliders versus Family Matters. Very odd pairing here. Um, I, I'm going to start just because Sliders is one of my all-time favorite shows. Sliders is a great show. Um, I, I think the professor in that show is from Indiana Jones, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. Um, and um, it's just it's a great show. It's a great show. Um, Family Matters, though, brings the nostalgia and it had a lot of serious moments. I love serious moments in sitcoms. There needs to be some I want to cry during during a 30-minute comedy show, <clears throat> and Family Matters just does it for me. Uh, they have a lot of serious moments. The, the moment that comes to mind is when Eddie uh, gets um, pulled over by two uh, white cops or a white and a black cop, I can't remember, and um, uh, his father comes to his kind of rescue and there's this huge blowout scene in the in the restaurant where he's like, you pulled over my son. And he's like, well, if I knew it was your son, I wouldn't have pulled him over. And he's like, but if he wasn't my son, you pulled him over because he's black. And it was like just this real moment that like still lives today. Um, you could watch that now and you're like, yep, OK, I get it. Um, so I'm going to go Family Matters. It hurts me, but Family Matters. I'm going to I'm going to agree. Um, I'm going to pick Family Matters as well, just for everything that you mentioned. And it was funny. Uh, Urkel is just slapstick kind of comedy, you know. Here's, you know, the whole Stefan thing and always trying to, you know, win her heart. And then Sliders, I actually watched a little bit of. Um, so I did have some, you know, that was a little bit familiar to me. But it really wasn't anything memorable, maybe because I didn't watch the entire series. It, I, I'm not a big sci-fi 
kind of kind of guy. Um, you know, I was more for that comedic. Uh, you know, TGIF. That was my jam. Uh, you know, I waited till Friday. You know, watch that step by step, and um, you know, basically any other show that they put on there. Dinosaurs. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Hanging with Mr. Cooper. I actually saw Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Uh, Mark Curry at a uh, at an airport one time, and I was with my brother, and here he is, and he's a, he's a very tall gentleman. And I saw him talking to somebody like a, a worker there, and I my brother who's a lot younger than me, I was like, oh look, hang out Mr. Cooper, and he's like who? And I never felt more old uh, in that <laughs> moment. So instead of me going up and saying hey, I just kept walking away, head hang low, and uh, yeah. But anyways. Family Matters, that's the pick. Family uh, so, Matters yeah. is moving on. Uh, however, Family Matters <laughs> Ryan or Sliders? Ryan that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, because th- these, both of these shows fall into sort of the same category. Oh, right, Family Matters moves on. No, I know. I know it does. <laughs> All I was going to say was both of these fall into the same category for me, whereas I remember loving them both when I watched them, but I couldn't tell you a thing about them today. Um, got I, any cheese yeah i mean like this yeah that kind of <laughs> stuff yeah sure uh but like between the two for me like if i had to pick like if i was going to go on netflix or amazon prime and say like, okay, okay which one do i want to watch i'd probably want to rewatch sliders before i want to rewatch family matters but i also but i i will say there is something very very nostalgic and very very heartwarming about about the idea of the TGIF lineup. Um, it really was like in my house, like it was something to look forward to each week, even if those shows are really not the best shows. Um, there was something to like about that lineup. We should have all practiced the Urkel dance. And <laughs> Doing the Urkel. Collectively. The Urkel, yeah. If you want people to watch the show, then it's probably oh, best we that will get them. All you gotta do is hike up your pants. So... The next one is The Simpsons and Salute Your Shorts. I'm going with The Simpsons. It, at the time in the 90s, I watched it a lot, and then it's been on for the last 75 years, and I uh, haven't really watched it much, but iconic. Salute Your Shorts, I didn't watch either, even though I had a great theme song. I remember at summer camp, like a bunch of kids would literally sing that every day, and I was like, what? Are you? What are you guys talking about? And then I saw it on Nickelodeon, and I was like, at that point, I was so like annoyed by these kids singing that song. I didn't want to watch it because, again, I'm that person who, if you talk about it enough, I'm just gonna write it off. Yeah, I, I know. 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 You still haven't seen Hamilton with me yet, and I, and I still won't. But I will so watch it angry. secretly and not tell you. And uh, no. just annoy you. you need to see your face when you're watching it. Creepy. <laughs> uh, so who are we talking about? Uh, uh, Simpsons. Uh, my, Simpsons. Simpsons, sorry. My pick. Simpsons yeah. for you. Ryan, Simpsons or Salute Your Shorts? I love Salute Your Shorts when that was on. Um, to this day, I wish I could have been part of a Capture the Flag game like they had in Salute Your Shorts. If, if you need to go back and watch any episode, just look up the episode where they play Capture the Flag. It is... It, it makes actual games of Capture the Flag just seem boring. <laughs> and like and, and just like, you're not trying. Um, Simpsons, though, I mean, 
it, it there's something just too iconic about it to as much as I love salute your shorts I, I it, it's it's not enough for me to push it ahead of something like the Simpsons I have yeah. to I, mean, I have to I mean I might sound kind of like I'm just falling in with the crowd but it it's a good crowd to be in um, I, I gotta go with Simpsons all right. I, I, I wanted to go with Salute Your Shorts, but that comment you just made there makes sense. It's it's kind of hard to push something past The Simpsons. Simpsons has been on 31 seasons. Um, it, it is it is surpassed uh, decades of, of, of humor um, and relevance. Uh, I don't like The Simpsons, personally. I, I wouldn't sit there and watch the show. I have watched the show plenty of times as a child. Um, I find it funny back in the day. It's just not my thing. I'm also not an animated I, guy, so that's kind of partly it. Uh, what were you going to say, Andy? I, I think they also predicted um, that you were going to pick them in probably an episode. That's probably true. <laughs> they were they were like, hey, there's going to be a podcast with uh, two dads and an actor, and they're going to be uh, talking about our show. But I will throw out, I will say, I think that Futurama is a better show. When All comparing right. other Mac work, I think Futurama is the better show. So Simpsons moves on to the second round. Uh, next up is a weird pairing, Law & Order SVU or Boy Meets World. Just in case you wanted a little bit of seriousness and sexual assault and Boy Meets World and actually sexual assault. There is there is also an episode on sexual assault. Oh, Boy I forgot World. about that. Um, yeah, Topanga gets uh, sexually... Uh, I wouldn't say assaulted, maybe. I can't remember, but it's actually by uh, the dude from The Wonder Years. Um, Boy Meets World's brother. Uh, Fred I can't Savage. remember his name. Fred Savage. Yeah, so. I kind of vaguely remember that. Um, uh, Boy Meets World, all the way. That's my vote. No explanation Boy, needed. Yeah, Boy Meets World for me as well. Um, I, didn't, I didn't watch Law & Order SVU um, only because I wasn't 30 in the 90s. Um <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's something like if my mom comes over, and you know she has net, you know, I log into Netflix for her, like I come back and it's like seven episodes watched. And I'm like, great, now I got this in my watch list. Like, um, I I still to this day I've watched bits and pieces of it, and I'm like, I I can't get into it. So, Boy Meets World. All right. Boy Meets World could have gone up against like anybody. Oh, I'm sorry, SVU could have went up against anybody, and I would have picked the other the other show ryan i mean we watch a lot of svu in our house um, i love svu too so I, I, I like it a lot um i think i i mean again i'm already voted out i think i would have gone with svu only because i feel like boy meets world kind of jumped the shark early for me what it kind of jumped the shark early for me i mean i i do appreciate there's certain moments when it got a little bit but it started taking itself a little less seriously in, mm -hmm. in elements, particularly like any storyline that had to do with Eric yes. seemed yeah. like it was willing to take itself that much less seriously. Uh, almost to the point where you're watching two different shows mm -hmm. at the same time. Um, I think like he, there was like an episode, like I think he's having a disagreement with Matthew Lawrence's character. Um, I can't, I couldn't tell you any of the names of the characters in it. just so, I mean, except for the main ones, but like Matthew Lawrence was in it later on and he and Eric are sort of best friends later during the show. And they had an episode where they have their story is like a, a, a fight. They have a fight throughout most of their B story. I think it's over a girl probably. And it seems like they resolve it. 
and then they hint that something's going to just start the fight all over again. And the next thing you see is one of them just punch the other one in a very, very blatant way. And they're starting to have almost this mini fist fight on a couch. And it is weirdly funny. Um, and it's meant to be funny. Uh, but again, I, I think despite that, I think the show in itself just, I, even though, even in the realm of a sitcom, it became too unbelievable for me at one point. Um, can, can I say that Corey Matthews is probably one of the most unlikable main characters of any TV show? I just felt like he was a little nitwit. And, uh, and I he, can... I could also tell you when it jumped the shark for me. The idea it was when he and Topanga got married. Because the idea, like, they they portrayed them so young. Or they, they had this something about them that they seemed so young. I'm like, they're married now? And, like, they had this really ridiculous scene of, like, their wedding night. And I'm like why what am i watching right now like it, <laughs> it's like it was it was a little too unbelievable to me all right cute, about cute to, to make us so yeah, exactly. boy, meets, boy meets world moves on to round two uh we got a couple more uh for to finish out round one celebrity death match and full house very odd random pairing here uh, i don't even have to explain full house um full house Full House, just all right. We're just moving on to Full House. Just, just, sorry, just celebrity. Right. Sorry, Claymation. <laughs> celebrity Deathmatch, still a cool show. But... It was cool. I mean, it was original. Um, but <clears throat> wait, wait, you know, what do you remember more? Sort of lost the feel very quickly to me. It did. It That's did. true. Uh, X Files and Rescue 911. I'm gonna let you guys speak to this because I didn't watch either. You didn't watch either of these shows? No. All right. I'm so... not sci-fi. I'm not sci-fi. X-Files, great show, but I didn't catch my interest. I couldn't tell you one storyline from it. Mulder and Scully, that's the smoking man. I think those are the three things I know about that show. Um, so I, my vote's Rescue 911 for nostalgia reasons. It was a, um, a storytelling uh, of, of rescue, uh, of people calling 911. That's pretty much it. I remember a, a baby sitting in a high chair going through a, a deck window um and having to be rescued um so reenactments uh it's just nostalgic for that us. sounds like a lot of fun RJ. <laughs> how about you ryan I, i'm sort of in a very similar situation with andy where i didn't watch a ton of either um okay. i watched a little bit of probably both but you know what i'm gonna give the vote to rescue 911 on the basis that um i i'm, I'm sort of on a true crime kick um, and like I, I can appreciate that a little bit more. Um, never really, never really got into X Files. I mean, I can appreciate what it is, and I can appreciate the appeal it has, but it was just it never, it never clicked with me when when it first aired. I'm gonna I mean, neither, imagine neither that did, we're gonna make a lot of people mad uh, yeah. on this podcast. I, was, I mean, neither did Rescue Nine One One, but I mean. Even like unsolved mysteries is starting to have a resurgence because it's back on Netflix. That's true. Um, yeah. I yeah, I feel like this is gonna make a lot of people mad because like, <laughs> I if if I was just going off of like, who do I remember? Like when I saw Rescue Nine One One, I was like, you know Nine One One? Like oh, yeah, okay. Um, yeah, but we'll get the Trekkies on our side because William Shatner hosted it. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. 
Whatever. Thank you for joining us this week for the You Dad Me at Hello podcast, Top 90 Shows. Please join us next week as we dive into part two of the Top 90s TV Shows with our special guest, Ryan.